Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening to Foul Play. Do I'm Sean. Over. Do it over? <laughs> Do it yeah. over. You, okay. don't, you totally didn't like it. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm trying to be like new and everything. I don't I know. I'm, I think we're done it. listing the episode numbers episode because four, we're eventually going to get to like episode 198, you know? So yeah, it's, yeah. it's just a worthless cause. I just feel like you were like, mm, what am I saying? All right. So welcome back. Thank you for listening. To Cassini, what up? King. AC. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another week, another episode. Today we'll be talking about a lot of new things, a lot of new shit that happened throughout the week in sports. But up first, we're going to be talking about our idiots of the week. Uh, We're also going to be talking about a lot of new NFL talk. We're closing in on the season. It's really coming up soon, and I'm fucking so amped. Yes. The more I do research for this shit, too, it just gets me more and more excited. Football is back. Football, fantasy. Let's go. It's a great time to be alive. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. September. Let's hear a Miami fan. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> After that, we're going to be talking about uh, NBA talk a little bit. Just a little bit. We'll see what happens. Also, we're going to be talking about the new pick of the week, who's going into the pig pen with John Jones, who's going into the slaughterhouse to die. Ooh. Well, we know he's <laughs> going to heaven, if anything. <laughs> yes. True, true, true. <laughs> Depending on who Spoiler we're talking about. <laughs> And then we got a, like a another personal segment. We're gonna be talking about our predictions for the AFC conference in yep. the NFL season. It's always changing, but I mean, we all have our opinions, and whoever gets this right, you know, has some, some smack to talk. Rights, bragging bragging rights, rights, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, we'll talk about our top ten wide receivers of the NFL season. Yeah, buddy. Should be pretty similar. So definitely, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, there's a lot. Oh, I of feel great mine might be a little bit different, but we'll, we'll see. Maybe. Oh, fucking look. Maybe over you'll my go shit. first. I see John is over here staring at my John list. John didn't do his homework. He's John's just probably like, like oh, here. I did. Probably noises me hiding my homework. All right, John. Lead us into the idiots of the week. Idiots of the week. Episode four. Let's go. All right, number three is Connor McGregor. What the fuck was he doing with his arms? Oh, I didn't even get into saying it, but there you go. <laughs> he looked like Wacky fucking waving him. He's fucking gumpy, dude. He looked like string up. cheese arms. I fucking stretch Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you stretched out a stretch Armstrong toy and just flung it around. Like, what the fuck is that? They got the Conor McGregor challenge now going around with yeah. these wacky arms. Professional boxers are doing it. it I saw like 10 different videos of it. It's, it's really almost no like way, he's. Really? It's, yeah. it's really almost like he's imitating Steph Curry's like warm up. You ever see him with the two basketballs going yeah, yeah, in between yeah. the legs and everything? Like his hands are literally all, his arms are all over the place, moving, bouncing the ball. Strange he literally looks like that. It's it looks like it's so looks fucking, like fucking weird fucking to moron. look at. It's so strange. I can't, I can't even imagine how that helps. But I don't know what it does. That's how he's training to die. He's training to play touch butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> touch butt it helps yeah. him in touch butt in park. Exactly. Hey man, if this is his little tactic to see if he can actually win coming up on the twenty sixth, I. I yeah, I don't think it's anything. I don't think that's gonna help. I don't think that's gonna happen. The key to beating Mayweather is going out limp. <laughs> you can't see this. Doing the Sean, fucking Dougie. Sean is literally doing. Sean is doing a Dougie slash it's Conor so McGregor. Yeah, he's guy's in the Bernie. Idiot, oh, the Bernie. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Not the Dougie. Sorry. Oh. Anyway, so McGregor comes in at three, looking like a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two, we got Zach Randolph. Yeah, Zach Randolph. So he just signed a two-year, twenty-four million dollar deal with the Kings, and. He decided to get caught with a felony possession 
uh, with intent to sell of marijuana. Nice. No way, Stay really? away from the weed. He's slinging. Stephen A. He <laughs> has a possibility to get banned from the NBA. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's not his first run in with that. Yeah, and he got released on $20,000 bail. Like, come on, man. Just what are you doing? Don't carry it on you. Hire somebody to carry it for What's you. Really? If you really yeah, want it. exactly. Like, you just made twenty four million dollars. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Shout out to Evan Abel, by the way, for that one. Because right after our episode dropped, episode three dropped, he was like, "Where is Zach Randolph from your idiots?" And it's like, yeah. "No, it happened right after." Yeah, so. it was right after we yeah. recorded. So yeah, yeah. So we That's apologize cool. for that one. But Zach, no, Randolph, we don't apologize for shit. shit. <laughs> we didn't, it didn't happen yet. That's yeah, true. Are we fucking mind readers. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling Zach Randolph's gonna fuck up this week. Let's throw him in. Let's throw. Why not? Do we know? Um, Sean's Gronk spiking pens. <laughs> Do we know like the amount of weed he was selling? Was it big weight? Or it what? must have been because it's a felony possession. That's but... what I'm saying. Like if he if he's getting arrested, risking his career for like a gram or an ounce or shit like, like that. Like... He must have been really not satisfied. And he got his... charged with intent to sell, so it's definitely yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. definitely what wasn't satisfied with that Sacramento contract. Definitely I guess. an idiot. Yeah, seriously. I guess he didn't time. want to play there because really, who wants to play in Sacramento, right? Yeah. Well, who the fuck would want to play in Sacramento? So yeah, I agree with you there, AC. <laughs> and uh, the biggest city of the week, John, is Paulie Malinaji. Coming in number Nailed one. Nailed the name. My fuck man. yeah. <laughs> Coming in number one. First try too. He's a fucking idiot. What do he do? He bitched and moaned, saying Connor didn't knock him down, that he pushed him down with his right hand. Blah blah blah. He came in as like a sparring partner for Connor. Sparring for partner for Connor, and, and they had you the know, full honestly, equipment on and everything. He, I feel like he was just trying to help Connor out, and Connor was swinging for the fences trying to kill the guy. So, I mean, I'll give him credit there. Like, he wasn't going in there thinking it was going to be that type of sparring. He's but, retired, too. Yeah. Like he's, so, he's literally this, just there to help. But he's an idiot because he did get knocked down, and then he claimed he didn't, told everyone, like, leak out the tapes then if you don't believe me. Like, he pushed me down, so Dana White's like, fuck it, I'll leak him out. And Clearly a fucking knockdown. Yeah, don't say that when they actually have video evidence. Right, and they have, like... Down three different angles of it like it's not just one like blatant angle and then called his bluff they called his bluff showed like three different angles of it and then he went back on twitter after the fact saying like some more stupid shit yeah like no <laughs> he tripped me and you can't my tell neck from down. the angles like they must have take shot it at really good angles you can't tell like uh i guess he masked it better than i thought he did it's like no you stupid fuck he knocked you down what do you mean he masked it better <laughs> didn't like, he call out mcgregor mm-hmm. for next to year him. too yeah. such an idiot there's yeah. no shot He's trying to get paid so, i've never heard of the fucking guy before connor came into the picture and i'm sure <laughs> nobody else did either so. <laughs> so basically i think like yeah he's a fucking idiot because he he they called his bluff yeah but i do agree with the fact that he called connor out because connor's gonna lose to floyd i heard him say pacquiao's on the table as well like really McGregor, pacquiao. Yeah, mcgregor fight pacquiao I'm what offended. really if they both want to like get paid like the difference it's is a fucking spectacle pacquiao will knock him out on like oh, i love it right pacquiao <laughs> will drop him yeah. that's crazy I, I didn't hear the pacquiao thing pacquiao would awesome. him worse he said it maybe on the, the next thing you know I so he's really trying to milk pacquiao. all the money he exactly can. He's, he's really trying to get out of ufc it looks he's like he's really trying not to have khabib smash his face in so salty it's about that. Possible. I know. Is this Malinaji guy? Is he actually like a? Is he a fighter? Yeah, Honestly, he's, uh, he's wasn't there. He was a two-time champion. Yeah. yeah, boxing champion. Two yeah. time. Oh, so he's a boxer. Yeah, he's a not even. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh, okay. No, no, no. He's yeah. he was brought in just to spar and box and help him out. But apparently, from what he's saying, is I went there to help this guy out, and apparently, I was just brought in just so he could try to make me look bad on camera. To layer the stupidity even more, though, he's a Showtime analyst. Yeah. Polly and uh like that may have been like a considering point for showtime to bring him in or mm-hmm. give him the opportunity mm-hmm. to help connor out in the in the camp or whatever 
but it's just gone so bad. Like he looks like he's such just making an idiot. himself. Look he's like definitely gonna be at that fight too, analyzing. Honestly, I don't think I could trust Showtime. This whole fucking thing might be like bullshit. Oh. He knew he got knocked down. He probably was told like, yeah. I mean, he might not have been, Twitter but he was told up. like, go but off not, about yeah. this, blah blah blah, and just pump up the fight. Because have you really heard any before that happened? Did you hear any stuff about this fight? For like, I haven't weeks? even heard of this guy. Right. So that's the only thing that's been coming up as recently. It's right. Just, there's a lot of promotions and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they go on that world tour. Right. Where Once just... the tour ended, you didn't hear anything. It was just like the cricket tour. It's fucking awful. That's what happens way. when you mess with a bald like Dana White. <laughs> yeah. You know? Call you get, your bluff, bitch. Yeah, call your bluff real quick. <laughs> well, that puts him definitely at the top Yeah, he's at number one. Fucking idiot. Yeah, he fucked up. Stupid you idiots. Up. <laughs> Some honorable mentions. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. <laughs> yeah. Guy likes to say the NFL is easier than college. Mm. <laughs> like, literally the next day. Really? Hurt his yeah. foot. Yeah, hurt he, his, yeah, he hurt his foot the next day. I don't know what that is. What is he? He's a running back on the Jaguars. Rookie. Uh-huh. Rookie oh, yeah. at LSU this year. I, I, I mean, the SEC is pretty tough, but... but yeah, NFL? I don't know. And he played the Patriots. Patriots yeah. And he played their second team. The Patriots started zero starters on defense. So, <laughs> so he, he bitches about how, like, college football... No, no, no. He didn't oh. bitch. He was just like... Yeah, oh, he was just NFL's ranting. No, he was just saying that was easy. He's always ranting about how college football uh, training camp is harder than the NFL. No, no, no. no he was saying that. Wait, what? I said college football. Oh, college football in general. He was yeah, saying he's saying than college NFL. football is harder than the NFL. Uh, well, and then he goes out and hurts his foot. So I guess that's a, that's <laughs> karma for talking shit. <laughs> that's yeah, def- your, your definitely first, an honorable. Your mention. first preseason game against the, the against Backups. no starters. Yeah. It actually makes no sense. It's all like the studs and the stars from college going into the same. I want to see the really step sense. on. I want to see the Jaguars play the per- the Patriots first team, and then I want to hear. Want to see of course. Yeah. I like Fournette, but I want to see him face any team's first team <laughs> yeah. and then say that. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, like, seriously. Are you seriously, fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for our Idiots of the Week segment, and we're going to lead us into uh, some football talk now, right? Hell yeah. yeah. Can I lead us off? Let's go. Ronald Darby is now an eagle. Jordan Matthews, I did love you. I loved your time in Philly, but you were very expendable. Your contract was up. (laughs) Did you see what what happened to him already? Oh, yeah. He he, uh, bruised his sternum. Chip fracture in his sternum. It's worse. They're calling it day-to-day, but that's that's not day-to-day. He's going to be out a couple weeks, minimal. At least. So he gets traded to Buffalo. First practice. And his first practice with the Bills. Chips his sternum. Chips his sternum. (laughs) It's kind of a coincidence that McCoy was also talking some shit about him, too. It's kind of funny. He was comparing, like, I mean, it's clear as day that Sammy Watkins is a better player than Jordan Matthews. Like, dude, you're not supposed to say that. Like, that's your new teammate now. His old like, teammate, too. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, you're supposed to be, like, trying to pump up the fans. Yeah, the trade isn't really good for you guys for this year, but you can't fucking come out and say that. No. Like, people aren't supposed to say that about their new teammates. Like, I mean, I guess he would know it the best out of a lot of players. He did play with them. Here's, he played he, both he, of them. I mean, we didn't even mention Sammy yet, but now we are. The Bills know New England's fucking winning the division again, so oh, let's just tank the year. They have now, they now have two first-round picks, two second-round picks, two third-round picks next year from mm-hmm. these two yep. trades. Why not? Honestly, why not? Like, if you don't think – if you're, like, worried about Sammy Watkins perpetually getting injured every fucking year, why not get rid of him and just try to stockpile picks and next year? is Sammy Watkins ever going to bring you anywhere? Like, is he ever going to bring you to the chest? And is he ever going to play 16 games? No, never. Like, I like him. He's oh, fucking he's great awesome. when he plays, yeah. but when he plays, is very But when rarely. does he play? <clears throat> exactly. The, his his glass legs is, is going to be a serious <laughs> issue. He has, like, the worst soft tissue injuries ever. <laughs> but I was just thinking this. The day Sammy Watkins gets traded, Jordan Matthews comes in, Jordan Matthews gets hurt. 
So is it just like the curse of the Bills wide receiver? It, it very might be. Very like, might watch be. Sammy play 16 games this year and be like, ha, ah, I knew it was Buffalo. He's going to make ball. Jared Goff look great. <laughs> Bills um, Mafia, what the fuck's no. going on, guys? <laughs> Nobody's going to make Jared Goff, Goff Bills, look great. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia doesn't show up. Yeah. Bunch Start throwing bitches. somebody through tables or something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, they were probably throwing Sammy through tables. Burning <laughs> Sammy jerseys. Why his hamstrings are shot. Uh, just to clear that one up, Sammy Watkins was traded to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's no longer on the Bills, and he's wearing number two. For a second-round pick and EJ Gaines. quarterback. Interesting. And I do love Ronald Darby on the Eagles. Didn't even Did really talk about in, him. Uh... Uh, he's been practicing, and the players are like, yeah. We could see why he's really good and why we brought him here. He's instantly their number one cornerback. Played against Odell his rookie year and only gave up, I think, two catches against Odell in yep. his rookie year. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Played against Antonio Brown last year and only gave up, I think, five for 68. I mean, 68 sounds like a lot, but when you're talking about Antonio Brown, that yeah. is not a lot to not give up against all. Antonio Brown. So, he definitely has potential to be a number one shutdown guy. I don't think he's there yet. He's only been in the league two years, so it's hard to give a guy that type of you know you know come, coming from a giant fan anything going into your secondary is yeah, a big uh, yeah they really needed no that. So, yeah they, did, they needed a number one so like a lot of eagles fans at first were like why the fuck did we include a three well morons the whole thing is the bills did this <laughs> trade for the three because reports later came out that matthews was a throw-in in the deal after the Watkins trade, the Bills wanted just to add another receiver. Uh-huh. They already had this deal in place, and we're like, uh, oh, so everybody take Jordan Matthews? Yeah, so, sure, have him. So everybody's <laughs> thinking that Jordan Matthews was the main part of this yes. deal, where in reality, it's it the third-round pick. pick. Yep. Oh, that makes more sense. It does make more sense. So I guess we apologize to the Bills fans out there for losing uh, Sorry. losing one of your best wide receivers in a long time and also losing the only thing that came to your team. <laughs> So I don't apologize. Buffalo fans. <laughs> it's the most boring team in the world. Bills Mafia, we, we, sure. we're here for you. We're here for you. Speaking of tears, Roberto Aguayo was cut. Uh, oh about, time. <laughs> about time. About time. Wasted a second round pick. That they traded up for. This they traded that, up in the second. That's the craziest part. You think part they're the Raiders all. or something He's trying to kicker. waste that? Yeah, but at least, at least Sebastian Janikowski fucking panned out. I'm just saying. <clears throat> I can't wait to see Hard Knocks tonight. Oh my God. Hard Knocks is going to be great. Oh, yeah. Let me show the clip of it. <laughs> He's going to be crying for sure. Probably. <laughs> Dude, they showed a clip online earlier today. I don't know if you guys saw it. Of I think um, Chris Baker, their new defensive tackle from Washington, <clears throat> on video being like, "He's gonna miss it left. He's gonna miss it left." And then Aguayo misses the field goal left, and he's like, "I told you guys. I told you guys. No like, way. Really? This is your kicker. Like we're kickers, cheering him on. <laughs> yeah, kickers are all mental and confidence. And what he's literally in practice. Like I told you, he'd miss real. it. They're, they got... the, they're the smallest. They're like the like the most beta people on the fucking team and you're <laughs> yeah. going to start rooting against your own kicker you're you're retarded yeah. basically betting their contracts almost at practice <laughs> on if this guy's going to miss a kick or make it for real they've been making millions even more you I know what that. you, yeah, you, no, you definitely you, an underdog to take it if he's going to make it no it was fucked up when i saw that i'm like no way you don't do that to your kicker yeah. like come on i mean he really? was terrible yeah. yeah and and the fact that they use a second round pick i mean if you're using a second round pick on a kicker come on he yeah. better be making shit But he shit was from one 60. of the best college kickers. He just, no, he did was someone the say best. He was the most accurate college kicker of all time. He just yeah. got picked up, though, didn't he? Yes, the, ba- the Bears picked him up, uh, yeah. So this guy fucking it. sucks, obviously, because if you know, but, there's really no big of a It might just but be a head problem. Thing. Yes, it might be a head problem. You look at a lot of kickers in the NFL, and they're not on their first team anymore. Like Someone like Nick Folks bounced around. He's actually now the Bucks kicker. He's bounced around, but he's been in the league 10-something years. Ryan Suckup's been on different teams. Sean Squeezum's been on different teams, and these guys stick for 10-plus years. Oh, of Matt course. Ryan, ex Giant, he's been great everywhere he's gone. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that no kicker should be is going to stick with their same team. I'm just saying if you're using a second round. Oh pick, no, I agree. 
the guy better be able to make a 27-yard 20, field goal. Oh, no. Completely, well, thousand percent. While drafting him, they thought he was going to be able to. I'm just <laughs> saying I do, I'm not going to say his career is done. I'm going to say that maybe on his second or third team, now he's on his second, but eventually, if you're the most accurate kicker in college history, you're pretty fucking good. So, like, once he figures it out and gets the mental aspect down, I, it's, a, it's a mental thing. Absolutely. You can kick 60 yards in college all of a sudden. You can't make a 42 yards. Gotta get a confidence boost. Exactly. Once he gets that big kick, right. maybe it'll turn then it all around. Someone's gonna strike gold. Maybe yeah. the yeah, maybe the Bucks will regret that cutting him. Exactly. The kicker's persona is such a. I can't imagine how much pressure is oh on your shoulders, God, especially with thing. those like one and second it, left. And if your games. teammates are blatantly like you're gonna miss, like that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like, Ask that's Blair so Walsh cool. how much pressure is on it. Hey, and he and now he's on Seattle. Yeah. So there's another kicker that's still in the league after like having a bad run. So. Getting away from this kicker talk because you know that's really a good. Super exciting! Talk. What are you talking about? I know, man. It's it's, it's really exciting, but I'm just gonna move on from it <laughs> good, right now. New Jet wide receiver slash special teams, Lucky Whitehead slash first idiot of the week. The third time we're talking about him on the show. Yeah, he's a 75 <laughs> percent rate. Of- yeah. <laughs> we should just change the podcast name to the Lucky, Lucky Whitehead, Whitehead podcast. podcast. <laughs> Lucky Whitehead podcast is coming to you live now. Just kidding. Anyway, unlucky whitehead. What happened? No luck at all. <laughs> Broken foot. Aww. Broken foot. Really? Just more stuff to throw into the Jets' problems. Here, let's just do this. Damn. Let's dude. just say he has broken foot and just leave it at that. No more lucky whitehead. Just like not even mention anything. It's kind of hard. I mean, <laughs> he's obviously going to be on the show next week. Yeah. So it's so like, we have to save but our fans when he hangs only himself. tune in to listen Let, about let's like, just lucky next whitehead, week. Be dude. like, and we're reading that he's progressing. Yeah. His foot will be healthy in a few weeks. If we don't talk about Lucky Whitehead at least once per episode, I'm every, Yeah, no, every episode. We're going to add. Like, even if, like, one week we forget to, like, write down a Lucky Whitehead note and John's like, oh, Todd Gurley today. And I'll be like, no, 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 Lucky Whitehead today. And then yeah. just keep going. We're going to add the Lucky Whitehead watch yes. to, this, to yes. this show. Hopefully you guys tune in for Weekly that. Weekly tweets, please. Oh, now going God. into the next one, leaving it Lucky Whitehead's unlucky life. <laughs> Zeke. Finally suspended. Mm-hmm. Six yeah. games. Yeah, what do you guys think of that? That was a big surprise. Um, we haven't talked about that on the show yet. We always talked about how, like, keep building it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I did say, though. Like, right after we recorded, I guess. I did say, though, that once Chris Carter came out with his stuff, instead of thinking it was going to be two to four games, I thought it was going to be in the four to six range. So I'm honestly not that surprised because once he said what he said, I'm like, he wouldn't just be saying this for no reason. So I, I took that into consideration, but I really did think six was a lot. It is a lot. But I think they're trying to finally make a statement. Did they release the evidence yet? I heard there's no. like numerous, numerous pictures of him beating the shit out oh, of Oh, yeah. They have a stuff. lot. Like, I want to see that apparently. stuff. I heard there's a lot of that. <laughs> but then I also heard there's a lot of Tiffany Thompson, his ex. Uh-huh. She's a crazy. Being a, yeah, you could say. But she's you, a crazy fuck. <laughs> right. She like came out like there's like texts of her like telling her friend like say this happened. Say that happened. Say he dragged me out of the car. Say all, like all this crazy what? shit. Right. To a friend like texting a friend and like telling Zeke like. I'll ruin your life if you don't let me go to your birthday party. I'll ruin your <laughs> oh whole life. God. Your whole career is over and like saying crazy shit like that. Oh, he got the dirt on you, man. Called I guess. him 50 different times from like 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's a nightmare. Stage yeah. Poor five guy. Like, stage five lunatic. That's yeah. fucked up. Bitches be crazy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> she also said, I'm white, you're black. They're not going to believe you over me. Fucking can't say that. Yes. Okay. yes. Can't say that. Right. She's fucking yeah. No. So I think Zeke does have a case with her saying all this shit. I think they just want to do this. They want to set an example out of him. They don't care if he's innocent or not. They just want to say like, oh, we gave it to him just in case 
it comes out that he did he was guilty. Yeah, since Ray Rice, they really take domestic violence. A they just want to set an example. They're like, look, we gave him the punishment regardless if he's innocent or guilty. Like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's... At most, if they if they really think they have a case, then they'll maybe knock it down. In my opinion, three two or three games at that at that point. It's six games right now. He's, he's definitely he missing. Appealed six games. He appealed it, and he the just... appeal date is uh, August 29th. The only thing that's rough about it huh. is. Like, the NFL, like, where do they get off? The cops saying, like, oh, you're innocent. But then they're like, no, you're guilty. Yeah, seriously. It's, like, the yeah, NFL just takes over. Yeah, like, why did no, they get We the... want to look into this more. Yeah, like, why did they get the I mean, it did happen in Texas, though. So maybe they're just like, mm, wipe it away. Like, we want, we have to protect our boy, Raw Cowboys fans. So maybe the NFL is like, mm, let's look into this. If it happened in a different state and they wiped it away, maybe not. But maybe that's good. You never know. It's. So I mean, if I was a cop in Oakland and Amari Cooper killed somebody, you'd be like, Mash, Shh, go away. Yeah, I, would, I would cover that Run. around a second. Let's blame Cordero. What Patterson are you still doing instead? here? <laughs> I feel like it's a little different than the Tom Brady thing. I mean, Tom Brady's a professional fucking guy. He he was, came in with the lawsuit ready to fight that shit in court. I don't mm-hmm. know if Zeke is ready to do that. Yeah, I don't know. He's, He's going to show up to the, the league, court with know? a crop top uh, <laughs> fucking down. Crop top suit? With an Evan Abo tie. You know, we should be good. That honestly wouldn't surprise me, and that's why I think he's not going to get anything lowered. I think it's going to be six games. You really do? So you think it sticks? I think it's going to be lowered to two. Maybe. Two? Yeah. Two, wow. I'm saying two or three. I'm saying it. Three or four, I'll say. Nice. But... I hope Sean was right. <laughs> yeah. We're all praying Sean's right. Maybe not AC, but the rest of us are. Um, another thing that we got going on in the NFL, Ryan Matthews. Finally cut. He finally cleared his medicals. The Eagles have been waiting like four months for his neck to get medically cleared so they can cut him. If they cut him before today, when he wasn't cleared, they would have owed his entire contract of, I believe it was $5 million. Instead, they only owe him $1 million, so $4 million oh, that poor, they get poor, to keep. Poor Ryan Matthews. Right. Yeah, poor Ryan Matthews. But you got to think. That's like gut wrenching. You know it's coming. He probably's like sitting there on his couch, like, all right, tomorrow's the day they're gonna cut me. <laughs> yeah, thirty <laughs> year old running back, always banged up. Did have a yeah. career high eight touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell you guys this before we started. Somebody liked the tweet about him passing his medicals today. This guy has only tweeted, I think, seventeen times. It said, and it's John Elway. So why would Denver be mm. interested in Ryan Matthews? What's that huh. say about uh, CJ Anderson? Because they need the seventeen more running backs. <laughs> yeah, they're all just going to play three games each. Yeah, CJ, that Jamal and Charles. Just fill up that backfield even more. Yeah, that's what. It, it's that's sick. Ground and pound. That that's whole division about. is stacked. The fucking. But nobody backs. will ever get tired. No. Yeah. No, it's just weird to me. Like, does that mean like Jamal Charles isn't progressing well? They feel like they made a mistake and he's not going to make the fifty-three. He's not playing. I I read online. He's not playing until week three right. uh, of the preseason. So they're not going to get an answer until, you know, that game obviously. And I'm sure week three, you know, that that's when they'll let him really go off. But yeah, you you, you don't know. You don't know how he's going to come back off of the, all these injuries, and you don't know how he's going to recover, and and especially in a new offense. Yeah. He's played a lot, and he's old, so yeah. we'll see what happens since. With Ryan Matthews, it's been known for a while, especially after they signed Blunt. Yeah, like, once they signed, they're Blunt, not going to have done. Blunt Matthews. Wendell Smallwood, Sproles, Pumphrey, that no team's really keeping five running backs in the NFL. I know the four. Unless you're the keeping. Broncos. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> saying, <laughs> I'm saying as a, as like as a fan, are you upset to see him go? Did you ever have no. a problem with him being uh, on that team? The DeMarco year, he was excellent because they were running DeMarco's left to right, but Matthews is better suited for that offense. So he actually played better than DeMarco in that system. But then Doug Peterson came, and his system was actually the one that DeMarco should have been in. Yeah. They're trying to run – you know, north and south, which is why I th- honestly, in my opinion, I think you guys would agree, Blunt's a better fit than Ryan Matthews in that. Uh, yeah, so I am, yeah. I am not upset. That's what Matthews Blunt's known for. Right, right. Exactly. through people. Exactly. So tough back. 
I mean, I feel bad for the guy. He's always injured, and he hurt his neck pretty bad last year to, you know, have to wait five months to get medically cleared. So I feel bad in that aspect, but seeing him leave and Blunt come in, no. <laughs> hey. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, then, see you later, Ryan Matthews. Yep. You were uh... – not Enjoy your million them. dollars. Yeah. yeah, for doing nothing. I feel fucking no sympathy. Yeah, I don't feel bad. <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> like I don't feel bad for like ninety nine percent of NFL players. Here's one person I do feel bad for. Um, Raekwon McMillan, Miami Dolphins rookie linebacker. Oh yeah, what's yeah. going Second on with this team? Uh, I believe it might have even been his first preseason play tore his ACL. Ugh. And then today they reported that Tony Lippett, their starting cornerback, tore his Achilles out for the year. Oh my gosh! So uh, first right, it was the offense. <laughs> yeah, first it was the offense injuries and all that stuff, and now it is the defensive side of the ball. This if you're a Dolphin fan, do you even care? Like the season starting, <laughs> or like how many more people are going to lose? Like over under is like six and a half before week one starts. It's only a matter of time until Smoke and Jay goes down too. Oh, I'm so calling could it. Could you imagine? He, it. Oh, he's playing this week, by the way. I'm calling said. it. Let's Three go. touchdowns. 300 yards. Three, Three Marlboro cigarettes. Reds. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so the Dolphins just are not having a great start to this season. Their whole team needs a cigarette. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Take a little <laughs> chill take, pill, take guys. Take the edge off. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> Leading us out of uh, NFL talk, now we're going to get into some NBA. Woohoo! <laughs> I know a lot of people loved NBA talk. What happened we're talking about NBA. Uh, the schedule release. Ah, okay. We had a little, yeah. The NBA re- released their uh, all their team scheduling. Uh, a little bit of Kyrie Irving gossip that's going on, but uh, some, you know, just to go into the the NBA scheduling. There's some, some notable, we, yeah, some yeah. notable games that we we thought we'd jot down and be able to give you guys an idea of when. So we all basically watch ten games a year until the playoffs. Yeah, and these are like the ten games that you should probably yeah. watch. You know, well, you, we'll, we'll limit it to like five to seven. You look yeah, at the yeah, schedule. Like you know, that. every all of us. I mean, I can't speak for Sean. Sean doesn't like basketball. Sean doesn't give a fuck. But I like to play basketball. I don't like to watch it. it sucks <laughs> now. Three out of the four people at this table are Nick fans. So we look into this NBA schedule as I don't. like. Hey, I don't give a fuck about it. Uh, all right. Stink. Yeah. I look into this NBA schedule as like, hey, what's going to be the best game to watch that day? What players are playing? Who? So and so. Hey, what day did we get to lose to this team in that? Oh team? no, we didn't. I didn't look at any. Knicks I didn't look games. at any Knicks <laughs> games no. or anything. I'm I, saying, what do I want to be depressed? I'm saying <laughs> regular games, just regular outgoing. Cavs, Maybe Knicks Golden versus Houston. State, whenever that happens, if Melo ever gets traded, we'll uh, see how that goes. But one game, um, you know, two teams that they're going to play twice this year is the Cavs and the Rockets. Uh, Got to look out for the Harden, Chris Paul against, you know, LeBron maybe, Kyrie maybe. You don't know who's going to be on that cast. Yeah. It's always a team to look out for. You don't know if Melo's going to be there. You don't know if Kyrie's going to be gone. Porzingis maybe. Exactly. Basically, it's a friendship game. Exactly. Oh, Chris Paul against Melo and LeBron. Oh. Um, <laughs> another, you got to see the rematch of the finals from last year, Golden State uh, versus the Cavs on Christmas. That's crazy. That's an actually a good game. Yeah, like, that, I, I on Christmas that Day. Yeah. You know what game I care about that day? Oh, the Eagles Raiders, yeah. Eagles Raiders, yeah, nice. Eagles. definitely. <laughs> another guys, another one you're gonna want to look out for is Golden State Boston. Uh, Boston's definitely coming up. They signed Jordan, uh, Gordon Hayward. Boston. They got up. You know, Boston to me is gonna <laughs> is gonna be very very good this year. They got a lot of picks, a lot of young talent. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Horford. Thomas, Tatum. Yeah, it's Tatum looked good. Tatum looks great. Summer league. I've been saying that since the draft, man. Mm-hmm. I've been saying he's mm-hmm. gonna be the best player to come. That's out of why. That draft. That's one of the reasons why we wanted the Knicks to make all those crazy deals with Porus, who we love. We do love Porus, but like if they could have got like Tatum, Josh Jackson, all these fucking guys. Take it right now. Right. No, we got we got French Frank. <laughs> yeah. French Speaking of rookie point guards, I know AC is intrigued by one of the games. Oh yeah, Lonzo Ball, uh, Lonzo Ball versus uh, De'Aaron Fox. D.A.A. Ron. Yeah, November twenty second. This was after Lonzo bitched out and didn't want to play him in preseason. Right. 
Yep. After he got his ass whooped in college. Oh, yeah, the tournament game. Mm-hmm. That was one great game. Cost man. all of us money. Yeah, it definitely did. <laughs> also, throw Alonzo, since we're throwing his name out there, Lakers, Cavs on the 14th of December. Oh, what day do the Lakers play the Sixers? Because the Sixers and him had been talking mad shit to each other. Then we got to look into that. You one. see, like, when Embiid like, tweeted out to, like, uh, like LeVar Ball was talking shit about like Simmons and Embiid like they can't even play games they don't even ever play and then Embiid was like at Ben Simmons like I can't wait till you block this shit out of this kid and make his dad run <laughs> on the court to save him like oh yeah I did actually yeah, see I saw yeah, that so so like, I saw those there, there's like beef there with those two that's teams. great Embiid is the fucking god of the Twitter NBA. goat yeah I love he's him. great I he's love great. him and I read all his tweets in his voice which makes it even better if you've never heard him speak, Sean, you should listen to Joel Embiid speak. Cause okay, I'm sure I'll it's find It's like a Dikembe Mutombo type. <laughs> no. <right>. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like fucking hilarious. He, he's and, the only player in the NBA that can be hurt for three seasons and still be relevant. Yeah, yeah and basically. still be loved by his fan base. Yeah. So the Sixers, let me just, yep, the Sixers play the Lakers on November 15th. Where is that? At Los Angeles. Damn it. Ah, oh, you want to go to the Philly? Fuck yeah, maybe. I'm Jeremy sure, would sure. definitely be down for that. <laughs> he already, he was already texting me like, "Yo, six years opening night, we got to go." I'm like, eh, "It's gonna cost millions. I don't know about that." Yeah. One more game I would like to mention: Golden State at OKC. Mm. Paul George, oh yeah, Westbrook, yeah, I'm going against Durant. Yeah, yeah. You gotta look into definitely that game anytime Durant that. and goes back to OKC or OKC. Especially with Paul plays, George going back be, there. Yeah, definitely. Gotta look into that game. November twenty second. That's gonna be. A I'm really game. intrigued to see how Paul George and uh, Russell Westbrook mesh this year. Yeah, so am I. Westbrook is, you know, he's he's a dominant player. He's an alpha. It's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to see another score be on that team. Because I understand why KD left is because Westbrook's an alpha, and then Steph isn't, Clay isn't, Draymond isn't. Yeah, they don't they're care. Not, they're, they're very passive. Whereas uh, Westbrook has that like killer instinct where it's like I'm taking this game over. Whereas yeah. Steph and Clay can do that, but on limited shots. Yeah, Westbrook needs thirty to do it. Mm-hmm. And so. those thirty shots will get you, right? You know those thirty points. Thirty but points, at what expense? But so getting out of the scheduling, uh, we're gonna go talking to some Kyrie Irving uh, gossip that's going on. Oh boy, he's back in the news. No. Um, the Cavs are looking, are still looking to trade him, obviously, because he still wants to be dealt. But they want a young stud in return. So they their main target is Porzingis, yeah. obviously. Fuck that. Yeah. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So they're still trying to go uh, work something out with the Knicks, but the Knicks are not trading Porzingis. So, Knicks fans, I'm sorry. Kyrie Irving will not be coming to the city. So I guess they don't want French Frank and picks. I guess not. I mean, but their their whole thing is that they're just really nervous because LeBron, back when LeBron's he did the decision. Gonna Kyrie's going to leave. What are they going to have? What are they going to have if Kyrie's gone? He's, you know, he's their young talent right now. True. LeBron can always just do the decision again and screw them in the long run. They're not going to build for... LeBron, if LeBron's not guaranteeing that they're going to be there for the next two years, they're not going to build a championship team. Yeah. You mean by the decision, like he's just going to jump and leave to another team? Oh, yeah. No, the decision is what he hosted when he left for Cleveland Miami, right? for Miami. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. That's yeah. so fucking he's ridiculous. a jerk off. <laughs> Scumbag. None of us like him here. No. <laughs> so their main target is Porzingis. He's but... got a bald head, though. Yeah. Mm, a weak one. Yeah, he tries to keep that. <laughs> he pretended that he shaved his head. No, dude, that's like a fucking buzzer. Like, shave your fucking head if you want to, like, take the razor. A bald and head go. Nut he's and in the bald club, though, video. man. He's, I saw him in the gym with a video of him going Yeah, but it, no, he still had shit. shit on his head. No, he's, stand, he's standing at the door. He's not in. He's standing at <laughs> the door. I see a bald head. Yeah, the bouncer's still checking his head out. David West is a bald head. There you go. He's a thug. Yeah, he is a thug. 
LeBron, fake bald. Fraud bald. <laughs> okay. Bald hood, not my ass. Porzingis is the main target, but they're also looking into deals with either the Celtics, Suns, and the Nuggets. They want Josh Jackson bad. They want Josh Jackson from the Suns, Jason Tatum from the Celtics, and Jamal Murray from the Nuggets. Really? Yeah. They they really like Murray. But enough with Kyrie. Fuck him. Yeah. We don't care if, if you're not, not coming, coming to the, the Knicks. Knicks fuck fuck we don't give a fuck. Say it on three. If he's not coming to the Knicks, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Right. Back to the NFL. We gotta, we gotta. We're talking about NFL now. What is, oh, I know what we're doing. I don't know. We gotta talk about a pick of the week first. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> oink, oink. Pick, oink, pick, oink. baby. Welcome to the pick of the week segment. Yes. Who do we got up today? I know who we have. <laughs> everybody say a prayer. He's a saint. saint. Anybody want to say his name? I'm it's Tebow like time, I'm baby. Not, oh, I wasn't honored enough to say his name. Saint Tebow. I Team love him. Tebow, dude. He is literally the fucking. We're, we're not worthy enough to have Tebow on this earth. It's for a fucking pork filled yeah, week for this motherfucker. He did some crazy shit. He's dude. the man. Yeah. He's the walking Jesus. Yeah. He is. And can we just say, by the way, too, it was his birthday yeah. yesterday, yeah. August 14th. Uh, turned, uh, turned 30. Yeah, he did. So let's wish this pick a happy birthday. He resurrected today. 20 in our hearts. Yeah. Former I love Bronco him. great, former Jack great, now a Met. Current Met great. <laughs> <laughs> In the process. Hey, don't leave out the Eagles. He played hey, for us in the preseason. <laughs> yeah. I liked him, too. There you go. So, so, what, is, so what did he do to be yeah, at the yeah. pick of the week? What didn't he do? <laughs> First off, he took a pitch to the head. And then... Is it a fastball? Or oh, it, it, was, it was... Yeah, it was definitely a fastball. Yeah. And stayed in the game like a champ. Nice. Knocked his helmet off, went back in the game, scored a run. Walked okay. right over to first. Off the same, like... Same count? inning? Yeah, uh, yeah, he went... He, Took his base and then scored after that. Wow. There he is. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Pig part one. What's oh. the other one that he did? Um, He said hello to an autistic kid. He was going to say hi to him. So a mother was like filming, yeah. like the, like just like, oh, I want to film Tebow's at-bat while he's on, in the on-deck circle and his at-bat and all oh, that. Oh, that's nice. So like she had her son who's autistic wave over to Tim Tebow and then he like to leave the on-deck circle and come closer. And Tebow was like, okay. Like he waved, like showed him like, I hear you and like came in off. In the, the middle of the game? Well, he was in an on-deck circle. Yeah, 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 in the middle of the game. That's Came crazy. off the on-deck circle, walked over to the fence. The son it? walked up to the fence. And he, like, shook his hand. And, like, he's autistic. So, like, he was crying. Like, it, like the, it was such a touching moment for the son that, like, Tebow he was crying. Fucking, I think I would cry if I saw the, Tim the mom, Tebow, too. The mom who was lie. filming was crying. And then she just, she, even after this, she kept filming. Yeah. Tebow then, during this, hits a three-run shot. No way, That really? three-run shot. That's great. Right that after shaking his kid's hand and, like, saint. making his life. That's awesome. That's so crazy. And then, and then, like the the third thing he did, there was another fan. Tim Tebow was like signing autographs, saying hi to fans, and he asked his this kid asked if Tim Tebow could say hi, send a video to his grandmother, and like say hi, like Miss Margaret. Yeah, yeah. So he wanted to say hi. He was like, hi, Miss Margaret. Like, just wanted <laughs> to thank you for supporting me. Like, have a blessed day or something yeah. like that. He said this lady was almost in tears yeah she was so touched so that he what did the this. kid did was he took the video of tebow for all of us to see and then like the video cuts to his grandmother watching it on like a laptop like tebow okay. saying like hi miss margaret and all that and like you could see her like expression and like enthusiasm like she was an older lady like yeah she was for, about to die that old yeah, day yeah. that was the luckiest day <laughs> that was like the last thing she needed yeah. sounds like a good dude so like yeah. he just does everything like so nice and like he's just such a great fucking person he's a fucking pig dude he's he a fucking about? pig he's a he's a blessed pig we're pig definitely jesus. changing the meaning of pig in this segment i feel ah, like dude, it was pig jesus, pig jesus. Positive. put so, a pig with the fucking thing around so him. now now you got pig jesus Ooh. First John Jones. Oh, 
This is rough. This is rough because Tebow has hair. I love him, but what the fuck? Oh, hold on. What do you think, John? Let's go around and see what we think. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to have to go with John Bones Jones. Okay. Yeah. Just okay. for the pure fact that John's a Look, I like Tebow. I think he's great. He's great. You know, all hail Tebow. He's yes. a living, walking form of Jesus right now. <laughs> he is. But he's hotter, though. You don't just kick somebody in the he's head. He's a fucking wild boar. Yeah. You don't call your he shot is. in one of the biggest UFC events and how you win and True. win it that way. John Bones Jones. Yeah. Uh, I'm wearing a cross around my neck right now, so <laughs> I definitely can't. I have to give it to Tebow. Like, I have to give it to him. Mini like, upset. Yeah, he he did three things this week, and they're all pig-like. So I'm gonna have to definitely give it to Tim. Definitely widening the definition of being a pig. So I don't know. I I, I, I gotta give it to fucking John Jones. Come yeah, on. he's got grit. John Jones is a fucking monster, man. He's a pig. He's so the definition of I am a pig. The deciding factor between a tie. Correct. If or he Jones goes to a tie, winning. I don't even know what we do. He goes, he goes to a tie, tie. stays with Jones. But it doesn't matter. John Jones, you're a fucking pig. I love you. And it's not going to take out handshakes and highs to grandmas to fucking take you out. You are a pig of all pigs. You are staying on your fucking throne, baby. There you go. Send Jesus to the slaughterhouse. Maybe we'll give him a cut. We'll uh, just we'll free him into the wild or something. We'll put him in a cave. He'll come back in like He's three going days. He's going to heaven. It's okay. He'll be happy. But you He'll be all right. out John Jones with handshakes. Fuck Wait, that. so should we talk about how... Because John's never going to lose, right? Oh, yes. He's probably not. It's going to take like... Something ridiculous. Like Julio having 400 yards in the game or yeah, something. Yeah, going 300 yeah. against the Panthers again. So, um, Fucking Antonio Brown crash landing a plane or something like that. <laughs> that's that, would be that would be pig of the year. That would be pig I just don't see that happening. So AC came up with an excellent idea today, so I think we should let him do the honors of saying what we'll do. Okay, so we're deciding after three consecutive wins... We're going to retire our pig and give him a golden snout. So okay, all right. We're going to give him the golden snout. John John got one. Are we going to have like a no, wall no, so in our studio one day of just golden snouts? John yeah, just Jones John Jones' signature. Yeah, it's going to be like a picture with him, Photoshop golden snout. So he's at, currently at two wins, right? He's at two, well, right yeah, two wins. Because he, he won it the first week, but he didn't go against anyone. Right, right. So he's got to so go against one more be three guy. Defenses. So if he wins against next week's pig. He's defended twice now. Yes. Yeah. So he needs three golden snout so yep. explain what happens so to at the end of the year we're gonna put do a competition of the every every the, all the golden snouts the baddest pigs on the planet and the that, pig of the year yep the winner is pig of the year the fucking honor man absolutely i'm, I'm trying to get on a, a list like i'm gonna this. do some crazy yeah. shit dude yeah. oh. bro <laughs> go crash like go save like some babies or something yeah i'll try score a touchdown <laughs> yeah you gotta do something sports related like oh yeah ah, not true i mean so john jones yeah. still the pig of the week Going for that golden snout. Yes, he is. We'll find out next week who our pick of the week is, who's going to be going to the slaughterhouse if John Jones stays and if he doesn't. Guys, we want to hear your thoughts. Hit us up on Twitter at Foul Play Podcast, on Instagram as well, Foul underscore play underscore podcast, and also like us on Facebook. We got to get these things going, guys. We want to get some fans <laughs> going. You know? Yeah, please. Tweeting my balls off the other night. Let's, I know, let's man. Let's go here, baby. Share the love. Give us a fucking It's hard like. working a job and then having a tweet like. It's no fun. Nah. <laughs> All right. What's up next? <laughs> next, we got AFC predictions. Okay. Oh, baby. So, we want to hear what you guys want to say. We're going to go down our list, each division, one through four. And then, we're going to, we, obviously, we want you guys to hit us back and let us know what you guys think of, of each one. And real quick on that. So, this week, we're just doing the AFC predictions. 
Next week, we're going to do the NFC predictions. And the week after that, we'll do our actual playoff predictions. So we have a three-week process here with our NFL picks. So don't be like, I want to hear the NFC. You will hear the NFC, and you will hear the playoffs and Super Bowl winners and all that. Do not worry. But Stay also, tuned. tweet us and all that stuff about your AFC picks, too, once this episode drops. Hell yeah. All right, start. So let's go to AFC East. Yeah, we might sure. as well start with the easiest one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Huh? Number one, winning the division. Patriots. What? Oh, not the crazy. The I'm sorry. Craziest <laughs> thing in the nuts. world. Number one, Patriots. Number two, even though they're not off to the best start of this uh, season, I'm going to go Dolphins. If anyone disagrees, just say like you disagree because I have the same two I so have far. the same two. Me too. All right. So, so I think this whole, everyone's whole list is going to be yeah, exactly by the Bills and the Jets. For and you got the Bills <laughs> and then you got the Jets. Now, yeah. what do you guys think over under 13 wins for New England? I have them winning 14 games. I, I, I can like definitely that. see that happening. I think twelve and four or thirteen and three. I mean, really? okay, like they they added Dwayne Allen, even though they lost Bennett. Mm-hmm. They have Brandon Cooks, David Harris. They lost Nankovich and Logan Ryan and Blunt, but but they added Stephon Gilmore exactly, and they added Gillisley. They're still the Patriots and Rex Burkhead, and, and they have system. They have to play the worst division. Yeah, Dude, they still got yeah. Bill, they still got Tom Brady. They still got Bill Belichick. Yeah, exactly. Put anything else in front of that team, they're going to win a Super Bowl. They got a little white slot receiver. They're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They have Stay three golden. of them, too. No, no, no. They're golden. Amendola. So, it's just so hard to win 14 games in the What NFL. is it for that team? They're, they're like you the never first. know. With any game, you can just lose. I think when no, it, was, it was like they lost to the Chiefs when the Chiefs sucked. This was a long time ago. I'm just, no, I remember the Monday night game. Yeah, yeah, everyone was like, yeah, is Brady done? Exactly. Nah. He's not done, and he's going to get six this year. One of the first teams to ever be favorited every game. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think it's like a slight disadvantage to them. Just off that sheer fact of Look, luck and a different attack, but thirteen three is fucking amazing. They're oh yeah, thirteen three is a great record. Fourteen is even, winning even twelve and four. You're most likely having Absolutely. a buy unless oh, yeah. something crazy happened. Absolutely. And so just being in that division, it's just hard to not get a guaranteed almost six wins. Yeah. So right. we all have that division. How about this? The same way. We all have the division one through four the same. So why doesn't Cassini do that? I will. I'll say my records and just tell me where you have these teams around. I had New England fourteen and two, Miami eight and eight. The Bills six and ten, and the Jets two and fourteen. Sure, yeah, sounds... yeah that sounds right. Jets Suck. two and fourteen. You have right. That's exactly what I have. Yeah. <laughs> Jets and both wins New England. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. Holy shit. Uh, North, I got the Steelers. Same. I, too. I don't. I have the Ravens. Ooh, yeah. this was this was tough for me too, honestly. And I went back and forth so many times. Mm-hmm. I just like I trust the Ravens' defense more than I do Big Ben at this point. Obviously, they have so many more other weapons like Le'Veon and Antonio Brown. Mark but Davis Bryant. Big Ben gets knocked around, and he's so old now. And just, here's the thing: with the ben Ravens' too. defense looks amazing. Too. It does look good. <laughs> and here's the thing with Ben: you at least know eight games a year he's not going to play well. Yep, Absolutely. outside mm-hmm. and out. Uh, on the road. On the road. He's it, just not a good quarterback. It's crazy. It really was a coin toss, though, and it's it's basically so picked mm-hmm. on grudge because I fucking hate the Steelers. <laughs> fuck that. Big Ben all the way. And jo- wait, all right. hold on. No, fuck John that. was waiting to say fuck, fuck that for that. like a soft Big five Ben seconds. all the way. Le'Veon Bell in the backfield. They got Bryant back. Antonio Brown, best wide receiver in the fucking game. Their defense is always fucking good, even though their secondary is still a little weak. But they still fucking put up points. Wait, James Harrison but, fucks. Yeah, yes. James Harrison does fuck, but Joe Flacco's elite. Yeah, he is. Yeah, don't oh, forget about that. He has you there. <laughs> you just named ten players, but Flacco's elite. The Steelers elite. are going to the wild card. That's, that's really that's hard. I think. That's really hard. Uh, number two, I had the Cincinnati Bengals. So did I. Oh wow! Oh, wow! I had Baltimore. Wow! And you had the Steelers, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> that's number, shocking. Number three for me was the Ravens. 
That's what Cincy. I see. I would hope. <laughs> what? We all have Cleveland last. Well, Cleveland and the Jets in last. What? They do better than the Jets, I think. Who would have thought? Yes. All, all right. right. Want to hear my records? Sure. Yeah. I had Pittsburgh 11 and 5. Baltimore, I put either 9 and 7 or 10 and 6. I put a slash in between 9 and 10 wins. I think they get in that range. Cincinnati at 7 and 9, and Cleveland at 5 and 11. I think they won a few more games than expected. I, I think they're going to do pretty decent this year. Mm-hmm. They have a solid young defense. Who mentioned Peppers the other day? Javel Peppers. I did. Week. Did you see him kill some wide receiver in yes. practice? Destroyed. Yes. He looks like a fucking man. <laughs> Erased. Oh, he has no position. Oh, he's going to fall in the draft. He looks yeah. like a fucking monster. Close to a pig. So, yeah, those were my records. Obviously, you guys are different with Cincy and Baltimore, so maybe you guys would think Cincy in the 9-10 range and Baltimore 7. Honestly, yeah, I kind of saw it like – because I'm taking Flacco's uh, injury into consideration here, mm-hmm. and I'm saying that he is going to miss games. So, I'm looking at the Ravens. You know, I think they're at – the Ravens are at the 9-8 range mm-hmm. to where the, the Bengals, to me, is at a 10-9 range as well. Honestly, they looked was, really good in the preseason game, the Ravens. I think Mixon's yeah, going to really, really like, mean much. No, it doesn't. Yeah, but it's, it still not, it's still better than looking bad. Yeah. The one thing for the Bengals having him at 7-9 that was hard for me uh, – you know, I'm going to switch that to 8-8 eight eight, – is they added so many offensive weapons. John Ross. Help, John Ross. Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon to, uh, to help out fucking – A healthy so Tyler Ivers. Yes. Yeah. And AJ's going to be healthy. Yeah. Right. And – Hopefully Dalton is not bad. Like people, like even in fantasy, everyone's like, oh, I had to draft Dalton. Like that's what's wrong with that? Yeah, he's weapons for days. Yep, you can win with Dalton if you have loaded running backs and wide receivers. You can win with Dalton. So like, I agree. That's in fantasy, but even in real life, if you have go. those guys loaded, you can win with Dalton. Uh, to the South now. Yeah, AFC yeah. South time. All right, number one. This is this this, this division, division got yeah. me hard. This is a hard division. You just said it got me hard. <laughs> it almost, I almost did. <laughs> Marcus Mariota. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. <laughs> um, number one, I had the Titans. Yeah, buddy. I did too. I had the Texans. Oh, really? You okay. stuck with them? Yeah. I'm. This is only if they put in Watson. Okay. I think Watson can. I think he wins that spot. I think he, he looked could. great. I think he should. And yeah. you know who else should win their spot? Mitchell Trubisky. Yes. Because he looked fucking well, excellent. See, the only thing with Hop- Hopkins is was quoted saying that Savage. Savage is his guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you got to stick with your number one. See, like, I, yeah. I think the Titans have a better offense, but that Texans defense is still not something to mess They're with. They're excellent. Clowney, yeah, Watt, um, what's his name, Merculus. This is by far the hardest no, AFC, pass rush is AFC division to, to predict. Well, this one in the West for me. The West was pretty fucking tough. Yeah. So, number two, Where's I have. Sean? Who do you oh. have? I have the Titans and then followed by the Texans. I, yes. uh I just like the growth and the young talent and all the mm-hmm. pickups that they made. Texans yeah, were my number two. Just a as much well. more hype team. Corey Davis, the, Decker, all these yeah, moves. Tyron exactly. Taylor, Logan Ryan, Logan and they Ryan, gave him yes. a line. Like mm-hmm. he has a line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Conklin pick the year. And before. they have the second easiest schedule. The, Do they? Yeah. Oh wow. They're I actually tied that. with the Jaguars for the second easiest, and I'm. Um, so uh, would is, we we have the Colts at three because of uh, luck or whatever? Or, and, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, you have a four. I got Jags Colts, man. Ooh. Sean, I think we have the same exact thing. Titans, Titans Texas, Houston, Co- Indy Jazz. Yeah, yep. Hey. I'm looking into this as like, you know, Luck's gonna if he if Luck misses six games, yeah. That's that's bad. That's equivalent to Blake Bortles. Yeah. That is bad. Like, there's nothing that's going to fucking come back and, and get these guys to an, uh, at least an eight. They're and eight. still uncertain, though. He, right. they're, he's not certain. On, like, they have, they're not ruling anything official for week one. And you're right. And if that, if they don't, if I'm taking it as if he's missing six games. If they don't, then I can very possibly be wrong with this. But the Jaguars, to me, they made all the right moves in the offseason. They've had a great fucking draft. Yeah, we were talking if about they, them a lot yeah. last episode. If they can really get it together, I think they, they can be decent. 
let me put it this way. I have the Jaguars in fourth, but I do not have them with a bad record. The, no, I think this yeah. division is so close. Here are my records. Titans 10 and 6, Houston 9 and 7, Indy 8 and 8, and the Jags 7 and 9. I think this division, they're all going to take turns beating each other, and they're this is not a bad division. They're going to be crazy because I feel like a year or two ago this was one of the worst. worst. But no, they're on the up and up. Mariota is the man. Deshaun Watson could be, and he has a top five defense. Luck. I have to give him eight wins. If he plays the whole year, he's getting to eight wins. Yeah. And the Jaguars, they made great offensive, uh, d- defensive signings and good offensive picks with uh, Leonard Fournette. It's just Bortles. I can't put Bortles ahead of these other teams. Yeah. That's the only thing holding him back. I think he does a lot better than he did last year. I mean, you can only he go up a, from last year. But... Right. And he, now he has this, what you hope is going to be a steady running game. So. Yes. Let's dive into the West then. Yeah, buddy. This oh, man. This is the hardest for me, yeah, honestly. It's, super it's so, hard. such a fun, competitive. I yeah. got scribbles on mine. I had to cross out one and two. But I, me too. <laughs> number one, I got my Oakland Raiders. The AC's Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. That's what I have to. I have them too. And I really, really wanted to put the Chiefs. but Me too. I, I, I had the Chiefs almost... first. Oh, wow. Yeah. I almost had the Chiefs, and I was going back and forth. Like, you don't like, want to sound like a homer. I know you. Yeah, you know I didn't want to be biased, but like, but it, it could be anyone's. Literally, the people we couldn't beat last year, the Chiefs. It's the hard. Yeah. You, it's like impossible to root against the new reinvigorated Raiders because they're fucking. They're, they're awesome. Fuck. The fan base yeah. is awesome. And Derek Carr, if he could just stay healthy. I mean, just like, the names. Carr, yeah. Marshawn. You're going to see those two names a lot next week, Carr and Cooper. It's, it's yeah. will their defense be able to not give exactly. up so you got to get their pass rush down. you got to make sure their secondary stays. Mm-hmm. I really think Jared Cook does. Like you said Jared Cook, and I think he makes a very big impact on mm-hmm. that offense only because, you know, he's, he's what, 6'7 six, uh, six, or something like that? He's a tall guy. He's pretty tall. I yeah. think he's right, like more like 6'4". 6'4". All right, well. Like they've never really had a tight end for him to throw to. Yeah, who, who was it? Uh, Rivera? Mike Rivera. Wife, Clive Wife. He's yeah. still out there, Walker. Yeah. What about the Broncos, though? Like this, I feel like this division, they're just going to keep beating each other. You can never I know feel who's like the Broncos. Broncos are st- yep. Really? I feel like the Broncos are slowly declining while every other team is slowly rising. I That's rough. I had them in third. Me I too. literally only had the Broncos at last for quarterback play. Yes, me too. Yeah, their defense is still top five, but no, do I like their quarterback more than any others? In that losing no. Ware is going to be a big, big hurt. Oh, that's right. You losing Ware, we still don't know what their running game is like. Oh yeah, no, They're I'm saying but you said Matthews, defense is top. Dead. You said oh, yeah, defense no, is top no. ten. Losing Ware is is, is that a secondary big thing. is unreal though. Oh, Bob like, Miller, like Mike Lennon's first pass of the preseason was picked to the house by Chris Harris. Like that, yeah. Secondary. Chris is Harris is a lockdown corner. Yeah. Like, and Von Miller, every play, you have to worry about yep. it every oh, single play. you have play. the two guys near him every time. Exactly. Hey, I wouldn't mind if fucking Rivers and the Chargers can finally redeem themselves like once. Like, I don't Happy care. If he could do that. it, prove me wrong, please. Happy but I have them as four. <laughs> so I, do I. I'm the only person that probably has them in second. Wow. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I think that this Chiefs year. Chiefs at two, uh, three? Yeah. Because, oh. all right, I did a little research before we started this. Every year the past decade, at least four teams failed to make the playoffs from the following season. So as of now and this, I would have three going into the our NFC predictions next week. Yeah, at least four teams don't make the playoffs from the year before. That's crazy. So like as stupid as I might look like right now, like what you have the Chargers, but hey, if they you stay healthy, know. if they finally stay healthy, they could they could be a playoff team. Yeah, absolutely. I guess. I mean, I don't think they're winning their division, but I think that division's so close it could that be two anyone. teams will the get Raiders in. could come in third for all you know. Yeah. Do you have knows? records written down? I do. I'd like to hear that. <laughs> I have Oakland ten and six. I think this is close to the South, where these teams take turns beating each other. Yeah, and they're all good teams. Mm-hmm. Oakland ten and six. The Chargers nine and seven. KC eight and eight. And Denver seven and nine. I it's, can agree. With, that's I, tough. I can yeah. agree with that. It's <laughs> tough. It was hard going into this. I almost wanted to put 
uh, the Chargers and Chiefs both at nine to seven and making the playoffs over Baltimore. But I think that Baltimore just has an easier division compared. Oh, to Oh, they this. did. They have a the Raiders and like this whole division has a hard schedule. They're playing oh yeah, because they play NFC East too. That's another thing that I factored yeah. in is I don't think that these teams can get three in. Those are the AFC predictions. We're going to dump in next week with NFC divisions. That's right. Uh, yep. Predictions. Can't wait for that. <laughs> and then the following week leading into the season, we'll give you our That's playoffs. That's going to be a rough one with two Giants fans. Oh, Eagles. Eagles yeah. so I'm the only like, non-biased yeah, one. Yeah, you're, you're done. Your team is in first yeah. unanimously. Over yeah, you, here, thanks, so. guys. <laughs> now we're going to be talking about our top 10 wide receivers going into the 2017 season. This... It's like hard, but like really, I don't know. It's it's hard, but it's not. Like, there's so many. Like I feel like the top three, it's gonna be like the same as last week, except same. Just I, feel like like there's like, I feel like there's like 15 top receivers that you could yeah. all mix in here, and you won't be wrong. Like take any of the close your eyes, pick any of the top 15, and put them on your team. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good I way think. To put that. I I I mean, I think that we're all gonna have a different top three. Yeah. I think that uh, we might all have the same people in it, but in different orders. Yeah. Well, AC, why don't you start off going down 10 to 1? All right. So, number 10, I have my boy, Mari Cooper. Your boy. Yep. He had boy. over 1,000 yards both his first two seasons. So, got to factor that in. He played through injuries. Tough. Mm-hmm. He likes to catch uh, across the middle. Yep. He's a tough receiver. I like your pick there. He's tied with my number 10 spot. Yeah. So, yeah. It's rough, see. man. There's so it, many people. It is. It really is. TY, uh, the, he had uh, almost 1,500 yards last year. Yeah. He had. Uh, 1,448 for yeah. the NFL. Yep, Beast. career highs. He had uh, 9.5 a target. So you have him at 9? Yes. So um, do you want to just read my list while you're at it? Because that's where I have him too. <laughs> <laughs> Number 8. Uh, this one may be a little bit of a shocker because of his age, but I have Larry Fitz. Love Larry Fitz. He had 107 catches, the most in the NFL, and he has the most insane hands. He does. He really does. Like he, Anything you throw by him, he's... He's catching it. And he transitioned from last season. He led the league in receptions. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And he transitioned from being on the outside to being in the slot, too. So and like, he was man of the year. Yeah. Wow. The next what Eli. a pig. Yeah, dude. He was <laughs> pig a of the year. year. Yep. That's fucking awesome. I'm really happy. I know. I'm on my list. I wish person. I Definitely yeah. most consistent wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. It's Hall of Famer. Oh, first ballot. First, yeah. You got it at seven, AC. Number seven. This was kind of rough for me. I honestly almost didn't put him on my top ten, but I feel like I had to. Des Bryant. <laughs> wow. I have him at seven as well. Wow. And I did not want to put him in my top ten, but it felt like I'd yeah. be, look like a fucking moron if I left him Exactly. Off. I feel like people will think that's too high in the list. Do you have anything to back that up? Or? Uh, I mean, just from what he did in the past. Yeah. Like, I, no, I, I, I agree. Like put this His way. past two seasons haven't been that great. Last year, he only had 50 catches in 13 games. He was hurt. From 2012 to 2014, he had 41 touchdowns. So yeah. I think that we're kind of like giving, we're going him, the, him, we're giving him some the history of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. His name's carrying. Talent-wise, he's top he seven. He has there. He's just yeah. been, he can't stay healthy. I agree. The last two years. Um, number six, I have Jordy Nelson, who had 14 touchdowns. Is that who you had to? <laughs> this is who I have. This is oh, it. man. It's getting weird. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, he you had just 14 become touchdowns. Best yeah, basically. <laughs> number five, Mike Evans. Do you have? You don't have Mike Evans? All right. No, not there. No, I just like Mike Evans, I think. He's real tall. Tacks the ball at the high point. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much... Impo- the next like five receivers are impossible to cover. Yeah, you you need fucking help. Yep. Number four, I have AJ. Mm. Another big body. He was a former juggler. That's why what? his hand eye. Really? So, yeah, wow. So ridiculous. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. No. What it was, the fuck? I was looking at this. I was like, wait, what? Wow. Yep. That's crazy. Number three, I have Julio Jones. 
Whoa. Oh, wow. At three. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I think that's different from some yeah, of us. I'm going to agree. Because when I first started this list, I had them at number one. And then I started doing some research and I just kept moving them down and down. Mm-hmm. I just I just think the potential of the other two are just a lot higher. Okay. I feel like if Julio didn't have such a size on people, he w- I mean, he's still amazing. He still yeah. has the awareness. He could jump. He's got the speed. He's got the strength. Yeah. But I just think the other two are more talented. Number two, I have Odell. I think he has the best hands in the league. He's incredibly fast. He's, yeah. First three seasons, he had 1,300 yards, over 1,300 yards at least. And... He's, he's a so ridiculous hard, he's fucking. He's so talent. hard to jam. You can't jam him, and you can't play off him. Right. He's, you don't know what to do with him. You have to pray that he just has a lapse in judgment and drops it. Exactly. Yeah. And number monster. one, I have Antonio Brown. Had a hundred plus catches in four years. He had double digits in the last three years. Like his speed, he just knows. He knows the football field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His That's a good line, way to put it, honestly. He knows where the sidelines are. He knows how to keep his feet in. Because he's not the physical specimen of like an Evans or Julio. Yeah, exactly. Or like the quick fucking explosion of Odell. He's just savvy. Yeah, like he knows he just, the game. Yeah. No, that's, that's why I put way, him number that's one. That's a good way to put it. It's a good list. Yeah. That's a very good list. I'll go now. Um, no, you won't. I'm joking. <laughs> I got Demaryius Thomas at 10. Um, honestly, I just think like his physical fucking prowess. He's a monster. He is like, a, monster. a monkey could literally throw this guy and. That's basically that's what is throwing to him. He had 77 right catches last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, packs and lunch and Trevor Simeon. <laughs> yeah. On record, uh, I read that he's on like track. He's gonna his sixth season in a row with a thousand plus yards. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. That's, yeah. That's incredible. I, I have him at eight. I put yeah. five years in a row Pro Bowl, at least 90 catches in those five years, and a thousand yards or more in those years. So like, can't go wrong with the Because even be, the year before that, he had Osweiler and Peyton. Like, yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. Tebow. Yeah, him too. <laughs> yeah, that's how I got Orton. that game winner. Yeah. yeah. 80 yards. 80 yards. Yeah, against yeah. the Steelers, yep. right? Yep. Stiff arming people to the ground. Number nine, I got Amari Cooper. Uh, I just love the fact that the Raiders are finally a threat, and I expect to see the names Derek Carr and Amari Cooper next to each other a lot. ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to say that? Yep. Exactly what I was going to say. Eight, Mike Evans. Whoa. Honestly, I want to place him higher. I know you guys did, but like, uh, the guys above him are just way more established, in my opinion. Um. He's still insane, obviously, and like can't cover him. But like next to Deshaun specifically, I think he should be way higher on my list. And we'll just see what happens this yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's really only had one good career uh, season, but he his length. Yeah, but is, I can see why you could incredible. put him lower. Like he gets so many targets. Oh no, he yeah, the tar- his targets and his size is just great yeah, as yeah. a wide receiver build. No doubt. Yeah, above him at seven, I have Jordy Nelson. It's just the story behind this guy's year is insane. Uh, it was a yeah. slow start for the Packers, but like after that hard injury, a return from that and have the crazy season that Jordy did is impressive. Very I'm impressive. A big fan of Jordy Nelson. Uh, number six, I got T.Y. T.Y. Hilton. Led the league in receiving yards. Enough said, honestly. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> With luck banged up all year, too. Yeah, for real. Exactly. Uh, number five, I got Dez. Ooh. Didn't have the greatest year, but like if you look at the overall picture, he's mm-hmm. a talented freak of fucking nature, man. Imagine if and, we didn't have him in our top uh, 10. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People would not have liked that. Yeah. Fuck this. Turning this off. <laughs> Another reason uh, I put him so high compared to you guys is that they went through 13 and 3 last season. And okay. like, the fact of him being on the field and absorbing so much coverage on the defensive end is a contributing factor to them doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, from number four, I got AJ Green, another freak, man. I don't know. Somehow always makes the Bengals like super, like a surprise contender in the, mm-hmm. in the division. No, he does. Yeah. He's the safety belt. 
usually it's in my opinion it's always like the Ravens and Steelers, but like AJ Green makes plays and puts I them in. I feel like oh, yeah. I'm waiting for him to fall off and he just doesn't. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Because he does so get nagging injuries. You're like, oh, this might be it. He's got to hurt a lot. But he recovers. Yeah. He recovers. Yeah. And he looks great every mm-hmm. time he does. Number three, I I wish I put him higher, but I got Odell. <laughs> Number three, Odell three. Beckham. Uh, dude rarely has a bad game. Like, when you look at his stats in the first few seasons, he's on record to be breaking so many fucking so many, records. Yeah, like, no, he's people think he's going to be one of the greatest players of all. I don't want to. Say no, as words, long as but... mentally, as long as he doesn't kill himself there with yeah. that on the field and all that stuff, yeah. he could, yeah. yeah he as could... long as he stops being a nutcase, starts right. throwing, like, throwing tantrums. Right. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, just... he's his own worst enemy. There's no one that could fucking guard him. <laughs> no one can guard him one-on-one. No, it just makes me smile. He's Glad on he's team. on my team. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a freak show. Those exciting <laughs> catches, those one-handed catches, he just made him practice. The the one... Oh, oh my God. That was fucking disgusting. But the reason why he's number three is because then in the playoffs, he'll have like a drop on something like that. It's like, how? It's just hard for me to put him in front of Antonio or Julio. Like, right, right now, I don't think cause... they would ever like, look at that Super Bowl catch by Julio. That's exactly. fucking nuts. Yeah, with the one well, by the like, I, I think he's excellent, but I don't think like in that moment, I don't know if he's going to make that play yeah, where you, you know it. Julio will. Exactly. And uh, number two, I got Antonio Brown. He's a fucking animal, man. Three, Sean, <laughs> he can literally carry the team off like hype and super fucking start him alone. Like, yeah, he makes no, plays. He had like a awesome. three touchdown game one this season or something. And hell, he even pump returns too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he drops kicks people. Yeah, he drop kicks punters. Browns. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So that, that means awesome. I got Julio number one. He went to the Super Bowl. He didn't do that great in the Super Bowl. He only had four catches, but in so the postseason alone, he had 19 catches. Yeah. yeah that he one game like, he had with the Panthers, he had 12 yeah. catches for 300 yards. That fucking, was fucking He's crazy. a free. Disgusting. Like, literally all the top three could be 1A, 1B, 1C. Yes. Yeah. Just like last week. Cool if I go, sir. Go ahead. I'm completely different. Up next. All right, so... I, it was so hard because there's so many good wide receivers, so I kind of put uh, 10, 11, and 12 together as one. So shoot me. Yeah. Um, and they are Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, who hasn't been said yet, and Larry Fitz. Um, I couldn't leave Fitz off. He had the most catches last year. Cooper, AC, talked him up already. And Hopkins, if this – I feel like Hopkins and Demarius Thomas are in the same boat. Give me a fucking quarterback, please, and, like, just let me do what I can do. Yeah. They're physical physical specimens, but yeah, they, they really, just don't have that steady they don't have quarterback. Anyone throwing to them. But like I think Hopkins talent wise is a top ten receiver, so it's hard not to include him. So 10, 11, 12 right there. Number nine, T. Y. Hilton led the league in uh, uh receiving yards last year, one thousand four hundred forty eight yards. His only non one thousand yard season was his rookie year. He's an absolute beast. I just feel like he's kinda like that Deshaun body. He's not like a physical beast like these other guys yeah, on this list. So like that's the only reason I have him like as, as a little as lower. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, number eight, Demarius Thomas. We talked about him before. I think someone. Yeah. You had him at ten, I think. Oh, all right. Yeah, you had him at ten. I said it before. At least ninety catches those like last five years. Pro Bowler, and that's with shitty quarterback play as we already discussed when Sean was going. Uh, number seven, Des Bryant. Already talked about it. We're basically going off his history here. Forty-one TDs. From 2012 to 14, last year really banged up. Last year was also a conservative offense, yep. basically a keep away offense. So it's another reason why he only had 50 catches. Because he's got Dak thrown. Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. And they always rely on the run game. Like right. he's not gonna get like when Tony Romo was in there. Right. Yep. Um, number six, Jordy Nelson. I mean, t- Terrier ACL following season, 97 catches, 1,257 yards, 14 TDs. It's almost hard not to put him higher. But he's just no not, one expected that, right? No one. Like I even had him in fantasy. I'm just like I hope I hope Jordy can come back to like somewhere around where he used to be, and he 
it's fucking better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was actually hard not to put him higher, but I just think physically the guys above him are just absolute monsters. Freak on natures. Number five, I put A.J. Green. Uh, last year was actually his only non-1,000-yard season, and it's only because he played 10 games. <laughs> in those 10 games, 964 yards. So he almost still had a 1,000-yard season in 10 games. <laughs> and I think John Ross is going to help him so much this year because you have to have a pressure, guy over yep. the top. Yep. Uh, number four, speaking of getting help, Mike Evans. Last year, on 173 targets, 96 catches. I think his height-speed combo is the best in the NFL. <laughs> He's an absolute beast, and Deshaun is going to help him so much. Uh, number three, two and one, same as Sean, Odell, Antonio, and Julio. I actually at first had Antonio one and Julio two. I just think physically-wise and like body and all that, Julio just tops him a little bit for me. I do think in two years, though, Odell's going to be in the number one spot, and Mike Evans is going to be in the two spot. But uh, for right now, this year, 2017, Julio, Antonio, Odell. Yeah, nice. perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, I am completely different than Ooh, a lot of you. He's, gonna have he's, got, he's got Doug Baldwin number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Number 10, Alan Rob. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> number 10, I have Des Bryant. Uh, I'm not going to touch up on a bunch of this stuff because, you, you know, you guys yeah. all went, went ahead. You guys basically said everything that you had to say. Uh, but De- Des Bryant was really hard to not put him in the top yeah. 10 for me, so I'm going to keep him at 10. Uh, number nine, Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. You know, still got Demarius. <laughs> still got Demarius. And uh, number eight, Larry Fitzgerald. Hey, most c- most consistent wide receiver in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. He's so old, but yeah. he still does it every still single so year. Best <laughs> veteran you can possibly have on your team. Such a leader. How about this? I love him his whole career. Never had him in fantasy once. I, I have. He's before. great. Yeah, it's I, great. I, I bet. <laughs> I, I, every week I'm against him. I'm like, fuck. I want <laughs> You're one like, year. Yeah, and he went in like the sixth round too. Yeah. Like, I was like, why is he going so fucking late? And I never touched him. Because it's always the year. You're like, oh, he's like 40. This he's going to drop off. Another like, guy with that, Frank Gore. Yeah. Never had him. Always afraid of him. Yeah, he's but, like, uh, oh, he's old. He's not going to do good this year. Keep always going, sir. We'll, we'll discuss fantasy uh, <laughs> very shortly. Not today, but. So number seven, AJ Green. Ooh, low. Yeah, I have him. I have him a little bit low, lower than. But you guys have him Only at. Only two lower than me, honestly. Um, number six, T.Y. Hilton. Okay. T-Y. That's where Sean had him, I think. Yep. Right, six. Number five, Julio Jones. Whoa. What? Holy shit. What? Look. I, what did he do to you? <laughs> what did he well, be in something happened. Something happened in the fantasy league that I'm not too pleased about. But <laughs> regardless, you know, to me, I mean, he's great. He's by far one. He's, he's just these top five guys, in my opinion, they can go either way. They're all interchangeable. You know, they're like really interchangeable. I mean, maybe some more than others. And to me, Julio is just, he's in the top five, but he can be easily moved into top, you know, two, three, four, any, yeah. any of them. I hear you. You know, um, number four, Mike Evans. You know, you don't get, you don't lead the, you know he led and got got the most targets, uh, crazy amount of touchdowns, receiving yards. He had career years. He's just the physical build on that kid is fucking incredible. And, yeah. and Watson, the way he can fling the ball, it's just gonna make him even better. He's just gonna progress. Winston, I said Watson. I'm sorry, Winston. Um, number three, Jordy Nelson. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Yeah, All right. I got Jordy there because it's just. I, you come off that injury and you just go the nuts like that. Assists. Like, yeah, you got Aaron Rodgers throwing you the ball and putting it where he is, but it takes a lot of talent. Like, he's been doing this even before this fucking injury. 
what weapon is better in the NFL than Aaron Rodgers to Jordy Nelson back shoulder? Yeah, there's really nothing. You can't stop that. No, and he's really he's so quick. He's such a good streaking Especially wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers gets like two hours to throw the ball because it's O line. And I'll say this: whereas Julio disappears inside the red zone, Jordy does not. No, not at all. And he's always think, there. You think that someone as big as Julio Jones being six three two twenty? Right. I read something the other day, honestly, that said like last year red zone targets or something. Julio was like fifth on the team. It's crazy. So that's, that is crazy. They're trying. To, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that they're trying to boost his red zone yeah, targets. It's like, like, yeah, yeah. What, you, what the fuck you waiting? Yeah, for? the biggest guy on your team. Are you like, waiting for year nine? Most like, of his on. touchdowns, I feel like, come from the fifty yard line. From an, he, like, well, that's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> always good for a fifty yard bomb at yeah. one point oh, yeah. in the game. Yeah. Uh, number two, OBJ. Uh, I love the Giants. I love that he's on my team. He's a freaking nature, but his attitude needs to change, and he needs to start getting his head into the football. In my opinion. Uh, you yeah. know, the playoffs were a big thing also last year. It, you know, obviously, you probably had those nerves. It was all mental mm-hmm. this year. You know, I expect them to go to the playoffs as a, you know, as a you team. You want and him to I, not do stupid things like go on the boat, show pictures of the boat, think, and exactly. have like a game like go that. Go hit like, the goal honestly, post, go throw yeah, I think he needs yeah. to kicking net, get divorced that. with the kicking net. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, they're still together? It's, it's complicated. It's, I think I saw. I saw him staring at Trey Song, so I don't know how that. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's he's dating somebody. I saw. Yeah, Trey Song. Trey Song. So do you have Antonio on one? And then you got Antonio on one. But like I said, you know Wait, those. Allen Robinson on one? No, no. He's he's on a special list. Like I said though, those top five in my opinion are really interchangeable. They they can really go either way. You know, yeah, yeah, for real. But I stand by what I said. Crazy how different our list where you both had Julio at number. One. Yeah. Yep. I had him at three. John had him at five. Like, no, that's crazy. Yeah, that's weird. So, does everybody have the highest average? Must have been Antonio and then Odell. Yeah. Everybody had Antonio and Odell at least in their one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. Me and John had Odell too. I think I was the only one who had Jordy in the top three. Yeah. I I love him. So do I. He's great. But I'm telling you, in two years, Evans is going to be in that top two. Yeah. Give Winston another two years with him. High speed combo. All right, that's probably gonna wrap it yeah, up. We no, really have to get. Up. We gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, fuck us. <laughs> um, any closing remarks? Shout yeah. outs? Anything like yeah. that? Yeah, tweet us your mm-hmm. list. Facebook your Absolutely. list. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on let everything. Let us know. If you Please. have any like debate about the top three, uh, shout it out there. Throw out numbers. Throw mm-hmm. out anything. Yeah, give some facts we didn't say. Throw out tit picks. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool too. I mean. Hey, anything you guys want to throw at us, get us at on Twitter, foul pl- at Foul Play Podcast, and on Instagram, at Foul underscore Play underscore Podcast, and also like us on Twitter. No, Facebook. So I'm sorry, on Facebook. That's going to wrap up for That's going to be it for us at Foul Play, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Later. Woo. You need to do your stay woke thing. What was it? Something, something stay woke?